Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you off the ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to the village. of the Rutledge Perspective, we're going to talk about the disconnect that can happen between your words and your actions, the whole do what I say, not what I do phenomenon. That's the thing that begins to erode trust and ruin relationships in an organization. So if we think back to when we were growing up, we would ask our parents why. They would tell us to do something, we'd say why. They would tell us not to do something, we'd say why. They would ask any question of us and we'd say why. Why ad nauseum? To the point where they finally said, because I said so. So then we do the thing and we see our parents doing something different. And then the question becomes, well, wait a minute. How come I had to do this, but you're doing this? Or why do you get to go and I don't get to go? And we ask that so much that finally they say, just do what I said, not what I do. Or do what I tell you to do and don't worry about what I'm doing. That begins to have an impact on our experiential learning. Yes, we learn because people tell us to do things and tell us what we should do, but we also learn through experience. So when we are told over and over and over, hey, when the stove is on, it's hot, it's gonna burn you. When the stove is on, it's hot, it's gonna burn you. Don't touch the stove, you'll get burned. We learn not to touch the stove, but we generally learn it because we've accidentally brushed up against it or we feel the heat and our experience tells us that's true. But what if you were told that over and over and over, that when it's on, it's hot and it's gonna burn you. And when you touched it and it was on, nothing happened. Now your experience says, oh, that's not true. And it manages to change the way you think about the risk related to that particular topic. The same thing happens in professional relationships. That whole do what I say, not what I do, that didn't really work with you and your parents, it's not going to work with you and your teams or you and your committees or you and your colleagues either. It's really important to ensure that what you say and what you do reflects what you mean. So let's talk about how that manifests itself in organizations. Often, as especially as leaders, we will ask our teams to do something. And we'll say, you know, I hire really good people. I expect you guys to make the best decision. Let's just get in there, make sure we get the good one and keep going. And then if the decision fails or somebody outside of the function decides they don't like the decision, what is your response? Think about that a minute. When you go back to when that has happened with you, whether you were a team member or whether you were the one leading the team, what was your response? Did you say, Man, that was the decision we needed to make. I was all in. It didn't quite work out. Let's go and figure out what happened to do something different. Or did you come back and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you made that decision. That was so not what what I expected you to do. You should have asked me first. The first one is consistent with what you said. I trust you guys. I want you to go make a big decision. Go make it happen. The second one says, I trust you, but I really don't. So you need to run everything by me. And now you are going to be living with the unintended consequence of a team that does not make decisions without you, that runs everything past you, even the most mundane decisions, or worse, just waits. They wait for you to do it or for you to tell them what to do. 
That is certainly not what most leaders want. But it often is what most leaders get because they're not thinking of the disconnect between their actions and their words. So the biggest way that I can talk about this is through budget process. That makes this kind of the simplest example. Organizations go through a budgeting process. They tell everybody, put your budget together. The powers that be roll up this budget. It's usually months to do this. They roll up the budgets. They say, this is great, but you know what? We need everyone to take out 15%. What message does that send? If you've told everyone, roll up your budget, we want you to make sure that you're accurate, what are you gonna spend, what are you gonna make, and you've got a set of people who do exactly that, and then you come back and tell them that's great, but we need 15%. You've just told them that what they're telling you, which they know to be the truth, doesn't matter because you want something different. The people who've been there a long time who padded their budget by 15% because Every year you come back and ask for 15%, or maybe they padded it by 20, they're fine. They'll take out their 15% and they're still good. So you've taught them to not be as honest in putting their budget together because you're always going to make it more painful for them. And now the people who were honest are watching the people who weren't get rewarded for being able to find a 15% and they're even more frustrated. So where are your actions not consistent with your words? And what impact does that have on your team? As we go through and we start looking at committees and we start looking at teams and we start looking at projects and we start looking at how we're engaging with people, we need to be mindful of the things that we're saying and be people of our word when we are working with others. There are a few things that you can do. One, be aware. Be aware of what you say and what you mean. And do everything in your power to really mean what you say. If you say, like I do, that HR is not the party people, I meant we're not the party people. So we don't plan the parties. We don't execute the parties. We don't do any of that. That is not our job to be the party people. We will participate. We will help. We will ensure that people get engaged. But to be always responsible for the parties because where HR just wasn't working. So if I'd said that and then HR was leading every party, clearly I didn't mean what I said. The same thing goes with, if you're looking at awareness, what activities and behaviors are you seeing after you have requested something? If you asked for a certain activity to be done and you see behavior that is inconsistent with that, be aware, be aware that something wasn't quite right. So that gets to step number two. You've seen that something didn't connect. Then you need to ask the question. So help me understand. Here's what I asked. Here's what I got, and those don't seem to match. Help me understand where the disconnect happened and listen actively. It could be that you weren't clear. It could be that someone didn't understand. It could be that someone didn't agree, which is a whole different conversation, and they decided to do something different. Or it could be that historically you have said A and rewarded B, or said A and asked for C. And so your team is saying, yeah, 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 we heard you. But last time we did this, here's what happened. So we just went there now. So be willing and open to hear that, internalize it, and be able to fix your behavior. And then the last thing, the third thing you can do is own your actions and your words. So if you have this conversation and you understand that now there's a disconnect, own that. You know what, team? Here's what I asked, but I recognize that I did not give as much detail or I didn't uh, behave in a way that was consistent with that, and that's on me. 
Let me clear it up and make sure we're all on the same page. And oh, by the way, if you ever feel that way going in the future, please ask me. I am open because I am moving so fast that I may not catch it. When you own it and you're that transparent and that vulnerable and that open with your team, they are likely to do the same thing with you. It's about the relationships. It's about trust. And if you do something contrary to what you say, they're not going to trust what you say. They're going to trust what you do. If you have someone on your organization who is really mistreating people, always talks poorly to people, but man, they are smart and they get stuff done, and you continually reward that person, what you're telling your team is, I don't care about how you get stuff done, just get it done. So be prepared for behaviors and activities that are not what you want and have other unintended consequences on morale, on attrition, and on authenticity and integrity because if they see that and they can't do that they're not going to tell you the truth so think about your actions and your words are you asking for what you really want are you clear about what you really want does your team understand what you want and are you aware of any unintended consequences of your own actions we are all flawed we all have times when we are running really fast, we're not paying attention, or we jump in and make a decision that we really should leave our other people to make. None of us is perfect. But if we are aware and we own that, then we are able to not only demonstrate our leadership by our vulnerability and our honesty and integrity, but we're able to shore up our team. We're able to teach them that it's okay to fail. We're able to teach them that, no, we really do trust them and you are going to see my actions be congruent with my words, or you're going to see me change based on your feedback. And that sends a great message. That's today's topic on what, how do you make sure your words are meaning the same thing as your actions. What are some of the things that you've seen? I'd love to hear from you. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please like us on iTunes. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com, or you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge perspective, please pass it along. <laughs>